Good morning. Today is Friday, June 12, 2020. There is a curious passage in this week's Parsha Baloscha. It is so repetitious and so much more verbose than it seems like it needs to be. And it is just kind of overwhelming how clearly and closely it speaks to us today, right now. So, by Midbar in general, and Baloscha in particular, is about traveling through the desert. And at this point, in the first half of the Parsha Baloscha, the Jewish people are getting ready for their final journey through the desert into the land of Israel. Of course, it has not yet happened What's going to happen soon in the, in the next Parsha, the Parsha of the Miraglim, of the spies, where it turns out they're going to have to be in the desert for 40 years. At this point, they're ready to go. They received the Torah, they built the Mishkan, and now they're ready to go. So, the Torah tells us that Hashem commands the uh, rules about traveling through the desert. And the Torah says as follows. So they had a signal. And the signal was the cloud, the cloud of glory, the Anan HaKavod, that rested on top of the Mishkan, the Ohel Moed. And when it lifted, that was the sign. When it, when, it, when it rose, that was the sign. Time to travel. Let's go. And when the cloud lowered, that was a sign. Okay, we stop. So there's a sign. According to the word of God, as it was expressed by this sign of the cloud. Of course, that was a, an indication given directly by God. According to the word of God, the Jewish people traveled. And according to the word of God, they stopped and rested. And when they rested, they rested as long as the cloud was lower on top of the Mishkan. Now, if you had asked me, and I was writing the Torah, I would say, okay, I got it. Up, go, down, stop. Got it. But the Torah is not finished. And when the cloud remained low for a long period of time, the Jewish people guarded and protected this rule and they did not travel. Just the word Vishamru, like the Jewish people guard and protect the Shabbos. The Jewish people guard and protected this rule. Okay, fine. Now, for sure, it's enough. We, we got it. No. Sometimes, the cloud was low just for a few days. And the Jewish people did not travel. Well, obviously they didn't travel because the cloud was lower. Sometimes 
the cloud was lower only for one night. And in the morning, the cloud would go, Venasu, and then they would travel. Or sometimes, it would be two days that the cloud was low. Or sometimes, it would be a week or a month or a year that the cloud was lower. Then, the Jewish people stayed resting until the cloud would rise. And then one more time. According to the word of God, they rested. And according to the word of God, they traveled. They guarded and protected this rule of God. According to the word of God, expressed to them through Moshe. So repetitious, so verbose. I get it. Cloud down, stay. Cloud up, go. And they did it. I mean, that's, you know, one posik. And Roshan Shalafol Hirsch, in discussing this passage, asks a second question. In looking at the words, it appears that God is particularly praised filled with praise for the Jewish people, not when they travel, but when they rest. The Vashamru, which, which is a, um, a, an assertion, right? Vashamru means, and they did it. It's a praise. They did what Hashem asked. But the words Vashamru appear in connection with not traveling. I mean, if you would ask me, if I have a choice between getting up and sitting down, it's a little easier to sit down. Getting up and moving, especially through a desert, is more difficult. It would seem that the praise should be for the difficult job of, going, of moving, going forward, traveling through the desert into the unknown. Why is it that the Torah emphasizes the praise with the resting. Resting just means you're doing the same thing you were doing a minute ago. <clears throat> so, Rav Hirsch's answer is always relevant throughout our lives, and it is particularly relevant now. And the answer is as follows. They were on their way to Israel. They're traveling through the desert. This is before the sin of the Miraglim. I explained to you before the decreed that they would have to be in the desert for 40 years. So they're on their way. They're on a journey. They were eager. They were anxious to arrive in the land of Israel. That was the point of the journey. That was at least one of the main points of leaving Egypt. And so every time they rested, it delayed them from arriving at their destination. Now, Every time they would travel, the cloud would go up. It would be a big job. They would have to dissemble the Mishkan into pieces, into its parts. The entire camp, several million people, had to get into formation, had to load up their tents, break down their tents, load up their tents, get into formation, and start walking. It's a gigantic, gigantic task 
for a group like this to start moving. But, okay, we're moving forward. Okay, we're going towards our destination. Fine. But when they stopped, when the cloud lowered, that was also a gigantic effort. They had to reassemble the Mishkan. They had to reassemble the entire camp. Everyone had to put their tents together and put all their stuff back where it belongs and set everything up. And remember, this effort of stopping, they had no idea how long it would be. It could be a year. It could be a month. It could be a week. It could be two days. It could be one night. All of that effort, delaying their trip and no idea how long they were going to be there. And this happened over and over and over. Every step of the journey that the Jewish people took from Egypt to Israel was with no plan. I mean, of course, God had a plan, but no plan that they knew about, no schedule, no certainty. Forty years, no certainty whatsoever. This is what the Torah praises. Because resting was more difficult than traveling. When the cloud said to rest, they rested. And they set up camp as if they would be there forever. Even though it's a tremendous effort, even though it might just be one night, and even though it was delaying their arrival at their destination. And when the cloud said to travel, they traveled with all the effort and all the work, not knowing how long, how far, when they would next rest, says Rav Shamshra Fal Hirsch. All of this was to accustom the Jewish people to live their lives submitted to Ritzon Hashem, the will of God. If God puts me in a place and tells me to stay, that's it. That's my place. That's where I'm supposed to be. That's where it is best for me. And it is my place as if it is forever until Hashem says otherwise. And this is the praise of the Jewish people. Vishamru, they guarded and protected their uncertainty knowing that they were subject only to the will of Hashem, which they were not given insight to understand. And therefore, whatever God would command, they understood Vishamru, they internalized, that is where I'm supposed to be. That is what I'm supposed to be doing. Rabbi Biederman told this story. Last week he was invited to a wedding. Of course, following all the guidelines that apply in Israel. So on Mitzvah Shabbos, on the Saturday night before the wedding, he said to the father of the chassan, the father of the groom, he said, what, what day and what time is the wedding? What day is the wedding? And the father of the groom said to him, Mirz Hashem, it's on Wednesday. With God's help, it's on Wednesday. With, with God's help, it's on Wednesday. And he said, and these days, when I say Mirz Hashem, if it's God's will, 
I really mean im yirtzah Hashem. If God wants it to happen, it will happen on Wednesday. Because it might not happen on Wednesday. Because between now and Wednesday, a lot could happen. It might be postponed. It might be different. It might be in a different place. At this moment, im yirtzah Hashem, if this is, this is what Hashem wants, it will be on Wednesday. Otherwise, if Hashem wants differently, it'll be differently. The Ratzon Hashem, the will of God, is the staying put when God commands. Not the traveling when we want to. Not the traveling when we have a destination we are anxious to reach. It means stopping everything and assembling everything because that's what God commands with no certainty. How long? Why? What's happening? This is living with uncertainty. And when we realize that we are not in charge, that uncertainty is translated as living in accordance with what God wants. People often say to me, I'm sure you have heard it. I'm sure maybe you've said it. Say, listen, you know, I can handle it. The isolation, the precautions, I, 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 I can handle it for now. Just give me a date. Just tell me when it's going to be over. Just let me know when I'm going to be able to plan. When is it going back to normal? The lesson of our Parsha is a Jew does not live like that ever, especially now, but ever. The lesson from our Parsha is every delay, every stop in your life, every uncertainty is precisely in accordance with Ratzon Hashem, with what God wants. It is God telling you, this is where I want you to be. And this is where it's best for you to be. And at the moment that it will be a different place that it's the best for you and where I want you to be, at that moment, I'll let you know. We are living precisely in the lifestyle and being accustomed to what the Jewish people traveling through the desert did. Al-Pi Hashem Yachanu, it applies to us just as much as it applied to them. According to the word of God, we will stay in place. And according to the will of God, according to the command of God, we will go out. My friends, I wish for you a great day and a beautiful Shabbos. Let's learn to live with the uncertainty, understanding that it is in fact submitting to the will of Hashem.